News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Leave the mixing to the DJ when it comes to drug taking. That's the message from the HSE as they launch a new campaign aimed at reducing drug-related harm at gigs in the coming months. More festivals will have drug surrender bins which allow people to give up substances to be tested uh, to warn others. Nicole Ryan, founder of Alex Adventure and pre-accredited addiction counsellor. What do you make of this move? Hi, good morning, Shane. Um, good morning. Yeah, um, I suppose... Anything that can help is welcome, but it's very limited <laughs> in what it can do because um, I'm aware that they aren't going to be at every festival this summer. Um, there's only like certain festivals that they're going to be at, um, which kind of makes no sense because drugs happen at all festivals. Yeah. Um, but look, it's, it's something. <laughs> yeah. So what would you like to see happening ideally? So ideally, it would kind of be like the UK model, like the loop and things that they have over there where you have a tent, you have the testing happening there and then, and you also have time for brief intervention whereby you're talking to the person, you know, it can spark anything in that person during that time that the drug is being tested. So they might actually just change their mind and not use it at all. And that's the kind of harm reduction piece around that. Now, there is a new um, service that's going to be at festivals this summer, which is called Psychcare Ireland. So they're going to be providing harm reduction kind of advice um, to people in and around that kind of area. But I suppose, I don't know if they're part of the HSE, which I don't think they are, Um, which is really great to see that happening. But again, like, I feel like the HSE could be doing a lot, lot more to stop people overdosing and dying because for a lot of young people, this would be their first festival. And they kind of, like young people jumped from being 16 in the lockdown to suddenly being 18. And they didn't have those years of like, um, you know, kind of doing things, going out, figuring out what they kind of like, you know, don't like, etc. So now it's kind of, there's a a fear that there's going to be kind of like a free-for-all, unfortunately. Like, are people inclined towards using this? Mm -hmm. What is the experience of this? Are, are, look, if if people are going to, if young people are going to take drugs, are they just going to take drugs and not sort of get them tested (laughs) and get them sorted? Um, as in, like, the bins. I know that when they did it at the electric picnic last year, there was 47 samples tested of just pills because that's the only thing that they were looking for. Um, but, like, if you think about the crowd that goes to electric picnic, 47 samples of all the people that, like, were there, that's all they got. Like, you can guarantee that half the crowd, unfortunately, will be doing some substance. <laughs> um, so... The scope, we're not getting the real scope of what's on the street or what's on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, maybe perhaps ramp up and test powders as well and not just pills. Okay, so just more more extent. I mean, is there any way of encouraging more people? I mean, is it naive to, it is probably naive to ask people not to, <laughs> to encourage them not to do drugs. And that obviously is the message, but is that naive? It's the message, like, you know, the safest way to keep you safe is obviously not to use at all, but that's not the realistic message and people are going to use. Um, I suppose to encourage them to put it into the bin, like, if I'm 18 and I have drugs on me and I'm out to have a good weekend, the last thing I'm going to do is surrender a piece, some of my drugs that I paid money for to a bin that I'm not really going to know what's going to happen from there on in with it. Okay. Um, it's just, I suppose, to kind of, I don't know, it's a step in the right direction but more can be done. Okay. Uh, just before you go, uh, as well as being a, a pre-accredited addiction counsellor, as I mentioned, you're the founder of Alex's Adventure. And tell us what, why you set up that social enterprise. 
Yeah, I set up Alex's Adventure over seven years ago now. Um, after my brother Alex, he passed away. He went to a house party in the city. He tried the substance, turned out to be a completely different drug, and he ended up having an overdose, went into CUH, and then died four days later. So I kind of started it just because I knew that education wasn't the full picture, but it was part of a, a you know, a the jigsaw that if we had better education, we can make more informed choices. So that's why I set it up is basically to travel around schools and give workshops to students and teach them about choices and the consequences around those choices that we make. So it's kind of like a harm reduction, but for schools um, in that respect. And yeah, it's been working ever since, thankfully. It sounds amazing. I know you gave up your career as a marine and plant engineer uh, to, to, to do that. But like, what is there one message you give to kids or is is that too simplistic? I suppose the message that I, the overall message is about um, thinking about like how a moment of hesitation can save your life and how you really need to think about the full picture when you're making a choice around substance use. It's not just the spur of the moment kind of we're here now, we're having the crack. You have to think about what happens after family, your friends, how, how those choices could play out and, ruin other people's lives okay all right a really interesting uh, nicole ryan founder of alex's adventure pre-accredited addiction counselor thank you for talking to news talk breakfast this morning news talk breakfast with kira kelly and shane coleman in association with air weekday mornings at seven on news talk